Hi, I'm Keith the Critic, and this is The Aisle Seat. Well, she's back, Derek. Superstar, <laughs> Kim Schultz. How are you, Kim? I am doing awesome. Very rested. Very rested. Well, oh, man, yes. And uh, you had fun on both trips. Yeah, I did. I did. I, well, the one was a retreat, and then the, the other trip, I was hoping to make the show, but... I ended up having a meeting down there with a client in Dallas that ran a little long, so I didn't make it back. Well, you know, you're on vacation, man. Come yeah. on. Yeah. But yeah, but you're still doing business, just like we yeah. all are, man. <laughs> That's yeah. Right. Okay. Now, also, I got Derek, the toy maker, Neil. How are you, De uh, Derek? I'm doing just fine. Yeah, man. Okay, leading off. Plan B, and it's on Hulu. Yes, it's not on. It's not on uh, on uh, Amazon. It's on Hulu. Sorry, Kim. <laughs> <laughs> um, this movie. The movie stars two uh, uh, high school senior students. Who one's very intelligent. She gets good grades, and she tries to do everything perfectly. And then her best friend is a she's kind of a she is kind of a slacker and and you know what and she decides um, well you know they're just gonna live their own lives she's trying to teach uh, Lupe's trying to teach uh, a Sunny tends to have have fun and all that and once uh, Lupe realizes Sunny is gonna be out of town she announces a huge party at their mom's house and she decides that um, she wants to give uh, Sonny some fun and and so so many other great things happen during this movie and I just thought this movie was so much fun. Now is this movie for kids? Oh no way is it for kids. No. <laughs> no, no. It's not. No. But, but I tell you what this movie is so much fun. Uh, Kiermo uh, DeTuro, she starts in uh, The Big Six uh, from 2017, and that was on my top 10 list of one of the all time uh, uh, movies, one of the all time, uh, well, not all time, but uh, of the year. And I just thought that uh, she is just fantastic in her part. And also, uh, Victoria Morales, who plays uh, uh, Loopy. She's just as good as well. I thought that everybody in this movie is great, and I thought the directing was uh, uh, was very good as well. I just thought that uh, everything about this movie is just it's just excellent. I can't th say anything bad about this movie, and I, so I'm surprised it opened at the uh, on um, on uh, Hulu. Because I thought this movie could have done very well. It's directed by Natalie Morales, and I thought she did such a good job at directing. And I tell you what, once again, this isn't for kids. No, don't worry, don't no. worry about it. But I'm telling you what, this movie is it's it's fun. I thought the movie looked good. I thought the the two actors and everybody in the supporting cast was great. And I'm going to give this uh, three and a half out of four stars. This movie is excellent. 
and I wouldn't miss this at all. What do you think, Kim? So I am a huge fan of the movies like The Kissing Booth and from all the, you know, from all the boys I've loved. I mean, those are like my favorite. I love the the Brat Pack, the 16 Candles, the Brat Pack, oh, well, yeah. all that stuff. Yes. And I loved Porky's. I, I oh, you I, love Porky's. I, I love Porky's. I love Porky's. I saw Porky's actually at the movie theater. I and did so, too. You know, and I, I, I started watching this movie, and you are correct. I loved the characters. I loved the actors. Um, and I loved the, you know, the whole theme of, you know, tra- trying to track down a plan B pill and yes. the stuff that it goes through. It reminded me of Super Bad. But yes. led by girls, and they were they were empowering girls. They weren't wimpy. They were, you know, it was it was like two friends panicking and going on a trip. I I loved it, and you are correct. No children, no. Like when Porky's came out, and people were letting their kids. I was like, no, this is the, no, 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 no. Like <laughs> this. This is not a. This is not a a, um, a little teen movie that I think some parents are going to be like, oh, it's just you know, it's it's kind of mature rated. But my kids, you better watch it first and make sure it's something because um, it's, <laughs> it, it, it it just it pushed the limits on some stuff. <laughs> Excuse me, and it made it funny. I, I I I just had uh, yeah like the, like you said Kim and Derek there's so many hilarious scenes in this movie oh yeah and then I liked like you said before I liked that the girls in this movie were strong yeah. there wasn't any there was no wimps in this movie except for the guys and I kind of yeah. liked that part of the story yeah. that was <laughs> it, it was it was good you know and and things it, it was almost kind of real like i it, it had to have happened to somebody it wasn't way fetched it was basically kind of like it could have happened to somebody for they they would go on this ridiculously stupid trip because they're children <laughs> and they're not they're not they're not really thinking things through they're just thinking on the moment and yeah. then i did love the little twist and you know, there's a little bit of that. It was it was amazing. I would say four out of four stars because I just love these kind of movies. There's, it, I, I I just cracked up. I, I just cracked up. And these are the kind of these are the kind of movies that I could watch all the time. Yeah, because it's just a terrific movie, man. Yeah, it yeah, is. is. What do you think, Derek? Yeah, I have to agree with you guys. This this was uh, definitely a, a fun, entertaining. movie. Uh, now, now, as far you know, I'm not going to say that I would let my daughter watch this, but I, no, did no. Porky's when, I did watch Porky's when I was probably about five or six years old. <laughs> oh, my God. My, oh. My, dad, my parents were pretty liberal when it come, came to <laughs> things. Uh, so movies like Porky's, uh, Animal House, oh. uh Movies of that genre, which was, you know, oh, hey Derek, don't forget meatballs. Oh, well, meatballs, yeah. yeah. But movies of that type, you know, which even at the time, you know, people would say, "Don't let your kids watch." My parents generally would let me watch it as long as they were in the room with me, so they could explain things if I had questions. 
uh, which I generally didn't. I kind of understood those things, uh, even at that at that young age. But for this movie, uh, yeah, strong female characters, which is something you don't see too often in film, unless it's you know some superhero flick where the female character is supposed to be strong. Yeah. Uh, uh, it, it did have that that kind. Of, I I kind of got the feeling of it was like a Harold and Kumar go to White Castle. Yes. <laughs> yeah, yes. exactly. Yes. It was a Plan B pill. Yes. <laughs> so yeah. That's 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 kind of how I felt with this movie, and it was fun. You know, they're they're trying to track down a Plan B pill, and they're having this adventure in the process. Right. And right. It's. it's <laughs> It's absolutely great. A lot of great, great funny scenes. Uh, the the cast are, you know, phenomenal. The directing, phenomenal. Just everything was perfect for this. Uh, I have to give this one three stars myself. Yeah. I, I just, I, and I like the friendship because, you know, these kids have been friends forever and they, they were challenged to it as well. So, I mean, there is just a little bit of everything in this show. And then yeah. they have, they don't have that good uh, 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 their dad's in charge of one of the girls' house and all that and then the other girl's in charge of her, her mom's in charge of that and I like the part that they when her mom goes out of town yeah. they have a party so well, there we and, <laughs> and you know what I, I, I even I enjoyed this ending the ending yes perfect. It was. Just was. Well, I mean, it's just, it was perfect. Because sometimes yeah. I'm like, what? Because, I mean, <laughs> it does have the stereotypical kind of, you know, the, the, those things, like I said, with the kissing booth and my other ones that are, you know, yeah. children could watch. They yes. all have that kind of same thing in there, especially when it deals with children. Yeah. And that was great. It yes. was, it was a, it was an uplifting, um, it was, it was great. I loved it. I told my girlfriend, I said, man, uh, I'll watch this movie again. This movie is so good. You'll be amazed by it. And also there's some, you know, there's some, you know, more adult scenes in this movie that's not for kids. But I said, you will love this. So, yeah. yeah. But, yeah. Okay. Next up, uh, the, Orange, the Orange Years, the Nickelodeon story. Okay, it's a documentary about the Nickelodeon Network, and it tells uh, from their beginnings to where they were uh, not, you know, they weren't broadcasting that much until nowadays where they show, uh, they showed some uh, adult, uh, you know, some, I don't know what it is, uh, more adult drama and kids and all that stuff. And I thought this was this story was very good. I thought I enjoyed this movie very much. Okay, it has uh, Melissa Joan Hart, uh, uh, Coolio, uh, Kel Mitchell, Christine Taylor, um, and of course uh, Keenan Thompson, and they're all interviewed in this movie. And I thought this movie was uh, very good. And I, uh, I'm like I, these are just throwbacks to when uh, I can't believe how long Nickelodeon's been around and I was just like my god it's been around that long and I just thought this was um, I thought this movie was uh, very good I thought the interviews were great on this and this shows from the beginning uh, till uh, now and it's directed by uh, Scott Barber 
and Adam Sweeney. And I thought they did a really good job of because uh, it goes from the from the past uh, uh, back in the eighties. Uh, those those comedies were uh, like Christine Taylor and all that, and and now it's into nowadays and. And they, they go on with uh, Rin and Stimpy, which is one of my all-time favorite cartoons, is Rin and Stimpy. And th- this movie I was very entertained by, and I thought, man, this, uh, I thought this movie was very good. So I'm going to give this movie probably three out of four stars because I really, uh, they're interviewing like Melissa Joan Hart and Kenan Thompson and also Mark Summers, too. So he played... Uh, uh, the lead announcer. I can't remember what show he was on. Is a yeah, but I just thought this movie was uh, very entertaining, and um, you know, I forgot how long. Like I said before, how long Nickelodeon's been around. So I'm going to give this uh, three out of four stars because I I like the interviews with this, and I like how it showed back that when it all first started. So what do you think, Kim? Well, I think it's awesome that our generation growing up like people don't really realize that the gen x um, generation of all the cool things that started evolving the huge where we are today where we were then and where we were before that like we were right in the middle of getting to where we are today with the cable networks and extra channels and all that kind of stuff though oh yeah have that we started out with the five channels and then all of a sudden you could get a satellite dish or you could get internet or not internet um, cable tv you know derek you don't remember those channels because they weren't around when you were alive <laughs> but but what i always love is i because i'm a business de- i'm in business development and what i really loved about this is how they stepped through with like each process of well we started with this idea and they really thought about the kids and they wanted to produce something that was related to kids and they go through the like we were going to do this and we were going to do that and then they were like yeah kids aren't going to care about that because you have adults doing the work adults have to literally think like a child and think what is it going to happen how did they come up with the orange why did they do the orange with the the logo how the logo works all of that was fascinating to me and then going through you know my daughter and i we watched a lot of that i think it's like clarissa explains it all or oh yeah yes carissa tells it all tells it all yeah that just each of the shows that they were talking about some of them i of course i didn't like i was like yeah i didn't like those but they were showing them and you're like wow i get it and how they started out one way and then how like this one guy had an idea and he never thought that anybody would take it and the next thing you know you've got doug and like Doug is one of my favorite yeah. simple, you know, Rugrats. Oh my God. Oh. Like, like they're just, the, and when you're watching TV, you assume that this has just been around forever and that you're just now starting it. I never yeah. remember like we literally started the Rugrats and they weren't around. And then of course, once the Rugrats come out, they start making different shows kind of like it through other networks. But I was, yeah. just, I was, this is a three out of four stars for me too, but I love the fact that the 80s, it was such a generation that now we're doing the blockbuster, we're doing yeah. the, the different videos. I think there's gonna be a lot more because 
without the 80s, you know, there really wouldn't be what we're at today. And I love the fact that they're shining on our era. I love it. Yeah, I'm telling you what, and uh, were you a fan? I know Derek or Kim, were you a fan of Ren and Stimpy? No. Oh, I, okay. I watched Ren and Stimpy. Thank no, you. No. <laughs> well, okay, was, why, why weren't you a fan of Ren, Ren and Stimpy, Kim? You no, know, I just never, it never really got, it never really, um, um, I just didn't like it. I, I just, I don't know, I didn't like the what the characters looked like. It wasn't, it wasn't. Um, How about Mr. Toast? <laughs> oh, Powdered Toast Man? Yeah, Powdered Toast Man, man. Powdered Toast Man. <laughs> <laughs> no. Oh, uh, okay. Well, I'm, you... a, I'm, I'm a Rugrats person. I oh, I love the Rugrats. I love the Rugrats. Rugrats for me. And by the way, they're they're uh, going to do another movie <clears throat> with the original cast. So there you yep. go. I, I yeah. actually saw the e, e. G. Daily was was uh, yes. posting on her Instagram and Facebook about uh, how she's coming back as as uh, uh, Tommy. Yeah, yeah. What do you think, Derek? Uh, this is just you know I love documentaries to begin with. I've got I know. A little collection know. of documentaries. So I was already going to be a fan of this movie just because it's a documentary. And the fact that it's about Nickelodeon, which is another thing that just... I grew up with Nickelodeon. I mean, it, it literally it premiered the year I was born. Uh, oh, my God. December of 77 <laughs> is when it, it initially premiered. I, I yeah. don't think it went national until like 1980 or something like that. But I grew yeah. up with it. I remember watching. I remember when it was it was just Nickelodeon from I think 8 a.m. until mm-hmm. I think like 8 p.m. and then it was infomercials yeah. all night. Yes. Uh, yeah, I remember that. I remember that. Yeah. <laughs> and, and then they eventually did Nick at Night when yes. they would air the old sitcoms like Mr. Ed. Uh, yeah. I love Lucy, uh, the Smothers Brothers hours, and stuff like that. Yeah. Throughout the, the the midnight hours between eight p.m. and eight a.m. And now um, they're showing The Simpsons. Yes. Well, but well and of course, now you have multiple different Nickelodeon inspired channels. You have just a straight Nickelodeon that plays Nickelodeon type shows twenty four seven. Then you have Nick Junior, which plays the the younger. Uh, uh, shows the two to six, uh, 24 seven. Uh, then they have a Nick at night channel, which plays all those old classics 24 seven. You know? And I, it may have changed since I actually don't have cable services, so I don't know. Yeah. Yeah. It says Nick at uh, night. It's like Wednesday, friends, 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 friends. <laughs> mom, 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 young Sheldon, young Sheldon, young Sheldon. 5 a.m. SpongeBob SquarePants. Uh, by the way, I love SpongeBob SquarePants. I, oh, I've always Bob, loved that it's, movie. It's great. That's one of those cartoons that it was made for kids, but they knew that parents were going to be. Watching. <laughs> yes. A lot of a lot of the best cartoons are done that way, where it's it's made for kids, but they know that the parents are going to have to sit there and watch with them. So they'll put a lot of this hidden adult humor in the shows. Yeah. Stuff that will go way over the kids' heads. <laughs> but the parents will get that kind of little wink saying, ha ha, you get it? 
<laughs> yeah. Oh, I know. Man. Had some fun while watching. Uh, oh yeah. It's like a number of the, the 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 humor that you find in like the Shrek movies. It, oh yeah. They are family orientated, but there are little bits throughout the the film series that are really geared towards adults, and we would get it, but the kids. Would. Yeah. But yeah, the the this documentary is great because you get to see, of course, interviews with. You know, people who worked on on shows from the beginning. I I love the you can't do that on television stuff because oh, yeah, yeah was that my was favorite awesome. show growing up. Yeah, that was so, great. There was a sister show that they had called Turkey TV. That was another favorite of mine that I liked. Yeah, I don't think it was on very much on on Nickelodeon. They yeah, had Out of Control, which starred Dave Coulier in one of his first shows. God. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> lots of oh, stuff I, that I grew up watching on Nickelodeon and it was fun to see a lot of these actors, kids as well who had been on the shows and of course they're now adults talking about their experiences and, and learning about some of the ins and outs and, and how much yeah, the, the, the Mark Summers uh, several of the things he would you know mention is some of the stuff that they were able to get away with because the censors generally didn't pay attention Oh, I remember when he took all the uh, the uh, batteries out of the lights, and <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> and they they kept looking for, hey, what's wrong with? How come the lights aren't turning on? <laughs> I'm like, but yeah, I I have to I have to give this. Uh, it's it's four out of four stars for me. This is one of those elusive four out of fours for me. Right. Yeah. Yeah. Tell you what, this is. Uh, you know, just another really good movie, a good uh, documentary, and you learn so much. So, all right, yeah. next uh, last movie, The Conjuring, The Devil Made Me Do It. Uh, this is uh, another chilling, uh, unknown evil who who the real life uh, paranormal drama investigators Ed and uh, Lorraine uh, uh, Warren. Who they all come together because a soul of a young boy is taken, and they're trying to figure out who uh, who uh, kidnapped his soul. So I thought that um, I, I okay. Derek and I talked about this yesterday, and we talked about the Conjuring. The and we said I said. He thinks that, you know, uh, and I agree with him on that. A lot of this stuff is already written up and they're great script writers. They were great, or Ed, Ed passed away, but um, they're great script writers. I believe about maybe uh, 30% of what they're telling. And so this movie I thought was very good. I thought that um, with uh, Patrick uh, Wilson and Lorraine Warren are very good in the roles that they play. I thought the the movie looked fantastic. I thought this movie was, um, um, I thought the directing I thought was okay. I, I just like these movies because it's Annabelle and The Nun and The Conjuring. They're, all these movies kind of work together, and I kind of like that part of it. Now, is this true? No. I don't think, uh, I think, like I said before, about 30% of this movie is on the money, 
but I think the uh, both uh, uh, Ed and Loreen are very good script writers, and I just thought that um, you know this is a, a, a really entertaining movie. I liked it a lot, and I just thought that uh, once again Patrick Wilson and Lorraine uh, Warren are terrific in this movie. And I'm probably going to have to give this uh, three out of four stars because, okay, like I said before, is this true? No. Uh, like I said, about 30% of this is true. But I, I still going to give this a good, a good rating because I enjoyed it. I thought, you know, I love, I love anything um, like The Nun and uh, Annabelle. Those are all great movies. And I can't really uh, say any more about this, but you know what? This is uh, a good movie, but it's not great. And you can also go see it at the theater, or I watch it on HBO Max. So there you go. And I thought this movie was very good. Uh, Kim, what did you think of it? Um, well, I thought about Hard Pass. <laughs> oh, um, you don't like horror movies, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you know, it's just it's kind of new to me that I don't like horror movies. <laughs> no, I, I, no, I. <laughs> well, you I know, thought that I wouldn't watch something like this. I don't like, I don't like like the the ones where they're where they're killing a bunch of people. Yeah, but I, this is also one I don't get to really watch TV right now. So I've just kind of been listening to them, and the other two I could kind of listen to and look every once in a while and see what's going on. This is probably one because it's going to have all that creepy quietness of you walking around, you don't know what's going on. <laughs> I wouldn't would get any of it because I'm not looking at the TV. Right. So at some point, if, if I know somebody that wants to watch this with me, I would watch it with somebody. I don't think with a murder that's a demonic. <laughs> and so, so have you ever watched the have you ever watched the woman in black? Because that one overdid yeah. me. Like I was like freaked out by that one. And if it's like that, then I wouldn't mind it. Because I don't mind being freaked out. I just don't like people getting murdered and cut in the face and I don't I don't like that. So you really don't like any kind of Halloween movies. Why? Uh, I'm no. just kidding. I'm uh, just you know, kidding. I can watch Halloween movies with a bunch of friends as we make fun of them. <laughs> I can do that. I can do that. I'm like, oh no, I'm in my underwear. Let me run down the street. <laughs> like, I can do that. I'll, I gladly will watch any movie like that. Yeah. I will not watch it when we're supposed to be intense and really trying to get into it. That yeah. does not interest me. That's not in my psyche. I, I, well, you know what? That That's great. I mean, seriously, because everybody likes different kind of movies. Oh, yeah. I like... I like all kinds of different kind of movies. You yeah. you you both know that. Yeah, I do. And I just like, you know, but you know, you know, everybody has different tastes, man. So yeah. I like well, I like movie I like movies that um, like I like the suspense ones. Like I like the somebody dies at the beginning. You have to try to figure out who it is, or maybe like a little bit of a serial killer, but it's not them. You don't see them torturing him, and I, I can do that. I watched. I did watch when I was gone. I watched The Undoing. Have you yeah. seen The Undoing with Nicole Kidman? Yes. Yeah. I I really enjoyed stuff like that. But, yeah, that was you know, her and uh, God. Who's a uh, oh, who, who's the other star of that? 
Um, McDermott or something. Yeah, Darren, Dylan. Dylan Mc, McDermott. Or yeah, something. Dylan McDermott. Dur, Dur, Dermot Mc, McRoomie and Rooney. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> and it had, it had Sutherland in it. Um, yeah, yeah, that Donald. was good. That yeah, was, that was that, something like that was good. I like, but and even if like um, woman in uh, no uh, the Invisible Man. Like, oh. I, I really enjoyed The Invisible Man, stuff like that. I, but I, I I had to watch it with Chelsea. I didn't watch it by myself. <laughs> <laughs> All right, Derek. Go ahead. <laughs> well, uh, this is your standard, you know, horror fare to, to, uh, for the most part. It relies a lot on jump scares, fear of the unknown, uh things of that nature I've I've never really cared for Ed and Lorraine Warren a number of the, the things that they have, have written about, talked about you name it, have been debunked or you know, proven uh, uh, to be a, 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 an over exaggeration of, of events, places you name it uh, but they you know, became really well known after their first book, the uh, Amityville Horror, was yeah. published, and then eventually made into a film. These most recent films they've been doing uh, are the attempts of the studios of making a cinematic universe involving the Warrens, uh, and of course, a lot of the stuff that is occurring in these films probably never happened at all because I most of the stuff I've I've seen in this that they talk about I know did not happen to Ed and Lorraine Warren because they never spoke about it in any of their their previous books right makes for good cinema so so it's really taking you know these books of these really great storytellers that know how to take certain aspects of stories I, I had said that the the books that Ed and Lorraine Warren are about as factual to real events as Texas Chainsaw Massacre is. <laughs> so let me ask you because, a question. Ed and Lorraine Warren, because I don't know anything about these conjuring, the characters, right? Right. Um, They're uh, the, real people. The, the conjuring yeah, the real is people. like a series that are yeah, about real people, uh, like, uh, real people. And then this is just like conjuring the devil made me do it be like the next book in it so these yeah. actors are portraying actual real people yes yeah okay ed and lorraine warren were demonologists they were ah. real popular during the late 70s early 80s uh they were the ones who supposedly were called on by the family of the amityville horror house to try to exercise the the spirits from the house uh, and they supposedly were unsuccessful because the spirits were just too strong. <laughs> they went on to write a book about it. <laughs> and a movie. Yeah, and a movie. It's usually your, your, your first hint that they're not doing it because they, they care for people, they're doing it for the money. Because gotcha. they, instead of trying to do something to help people, they turn around and write a book. Right. <laughs> That's... You know, it's one thing if you're a prosecutor and you worked a big case, now you want to write a, a book about it after everything's done with, but you usually don't do it until everything's done with. You know, Ed and right. Warren, they 
get themselves involved in certain events and then they turn around and say spirits or demons or ghosts and then they write books about it and make a lot right. of money selling the, the film rights use um, use the idea to extend out yeah, to that yeah, yeah. even though yeah i get okay there there may be some actual people places and events that they are writing about but a vast majority of what they are actually writing is completely made up or yeah. a very hard twist of the truth. Well, just like, I, just, just like I, just like I said, the, 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 the facts of, of these movies or the, or these movies being based on, on real events is just like saying Texas Chainsaw Massacre is based on real events. Right. You know what? It, I, it is loosely based on something that may have actually the, the story of Ed Gein is what yeah. inspired the writer of Texas Chainsaw Massacre. So there was something inspiring them. Well, see, that's why I said about about thirty percent of this movie is true, and I think the rest of it they all made up. That's how I feel about that. So, okay. And as, yeah. as far as as far as this movie, you know, it's a fun movie. It's entertaining. If you like these kind of movies, it's a good movie. I wouldn't say it's anything you know spectacular. It's it's generally stuff that's been done before in other films of the same nature um, it is one part of a series of films that are supposed to be interconnecting this big world together by using the characters of Ed and Lorraine Warren gotcha. uh, in fact in the end of yeah. this movie uh, Ed places a cup from the altar in their room with other artifacts along with Valak and the Annabelle doll uh, and that's supposed to kind of tell you that these are all connected because Valak is the nun and of course the Annabelle doll is the doll from the Annabelle films they're all interconnected with each other because Ed and Lorraine Warren are the ones involved in all that stuff right yeah I get it that makes more sense yeah yeah Yeah, but it's a fun movie it's it's got some good jump scares there's some it does the story is pretty decent but I'm not going to say it's anything great. It's a two-star movie at the most for me. I, yeah. I, it's just a cash grab. And it's not necessarily a cash grab from the point of view of, of Lorraine Warren, who is still alive. I'm sure she's getting a pretty penny for these stories because they have to pay her for the rights. But the studio is definitely cashing in on it. They're the ones that are holding the check. They're the ones that get the, 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 the ticket uh, sales. Also, Patrick Wilson and Lorraine uh, Warren, I mean, they're terrific in their roles, man. They they are outstanding. Oh, uh, Patrick Wilson and Vera Farmiga. Yeah, oh, God, yeah, sorry. Uh, I got mixed up. But, yeah, that mean, uh, yeah, I said the wrong thing. But, anyways, yeah, Lorraine Warren and Patrick Wilson are so good in their roles, man. I just, just like, you know, that, that was the best part of the whole story them as a couple, you know, and, you know, but, uh, yeah, everything else, you know, how much do you think of this movie is uh, true, Derek? Well, Ed and Lorraine Warren are real people. Well, I know that. There you go, 5%. That's about as far as I'm going to say. Yeah, okay, okay. (laughs) Well, and and it also says the Lorraine died April 18th, 2019. Oh, I didn't. Oh, I didn't know that. Uh, I, I I thought she was still alive. I wasn't. No, yeah. Not, sure. yeah, she just died. 
I, I hadn't really looked up at her or looked her up in, in quite some time, but but yeah, it's it's you know it, as far as whether or not anything in, the, in there might be some places that are real. <laughs> <laughs> and Ed and Lorraine Warren were are real people. Yeah, yeah, I know that. The fashion, Ed maybe the fashion. A, yeah, the fashion. Ed, Ed did have uh, 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 heart problems. Uh, yeah. I don't think it had anything to do with demons, however, although I'm sure him and Lorraine both would say, yeah, it was because of all this work with demons that he had a bad heart. <laughs> I'm willing to bet it was probably his diet and lack of exercise. <laughs> <laughs> right, probably just a smoked Drink. Yeah, uh, yeah. I mean, if you've seen pictures of, of Ed Warren, he he didn't necessarily look like he took that good a care of himself. He was a <laughs> uh, no. I I think in Lorraine look like. Some, Go ahead. I, I was just saying he he didn't look like somebody who was you know really that concerned with with taking good care of himself. He looked like <laughs> a good steak and a, and a nice beer. Well, come on! Didn't everybody love like that? A good steak and a nice beer can be. Hell yeah! But if you already have health problems, you might want to look at that. Yeah, yeah. And but. I think, and I remember Lorraine maybe from some of the other paranormal TV shows. Yeah, she looks yeah. familiar. I'm looking up a picture, like you know the ones that they used to play. Yeah, yeah. Like, uh, Throughout the 90s, uh, whenever they would do uh, a number of these paranormal shows, quite often they would bring her on to interview, yeah. especially if they were uh, doing a story on, on one of the events that her and Ed may have been involved in. Uh, especially if they did something dealing with the Amityville horror, she yeah. always pops up. Yeah. And, and that's, the thing, that's the other thing, is anytime you see any stories about the events, very seldom do the people involved do the interviews. It's almost yeah. always Ed or Lorraine doing it. Yeah. <laughs> they don't talk to any family involved or anything else. You know, and if they mention yeah. them at all, it's like, and they refuse to be interviewed. Right. They maybe they don't want to be involved. So they're like, no, it, it wasn't paranormal. <laughs> the house yeah. shifted to one side because it settled. all right well next week uh this is a movie that kim's gonna want to watch uh in the heights on hbo max oh it's out yeah it comes out uh yeah tomorrow or on on friday so and then we'll review a couple other movies i haven't decided which ones Yes, I know you're going to love that. Kim. I am. So I'm there excited. You go. I'm excited yeah. for Dear Evan Hansen, too. Oh, yeah. <laughs> okay, uh, don't forget, on August the 5th through the 7th, uh, Slash-A-Bash Horror Sci-Fi Film Festival is going to be at the Topeka Performing Arts Center. We're going to show a ton of movies. There's going to be a costume contest that's going to air at 5 p.m. on Saturday night. And then we're going to have uh, huge game rooms and all that. And then also we're going to have a we're going to have a, uh, a short movie contest. And you go to Film Freeway and enter the movies as well. And also uh, we're going to show The Dark Crystal at 7 p.m. 
on uh, on uh, on geez, on uh, Saturday night. Sorry, and also there's going to be a beautiful display by Amanda Wells, who's who does uh, the Dark Crystal the study. There'll be tons of food. Uh, we're going to have popcorn, soda pop, uh, uh, water, whatever you want to come out, and then. If you want to come out, it's only $25 for three days, and that's pretty good. And also, it's $15 per day if you just want to come out and maybe stay one day. And also, kids under 12 get in for free, and you can't beat that at all. And we're going to talk about some of the guests that we're going to bring in. And, and this is going to be so much fun. I know that uh, Kim and Derek, we're all a part of doing this, and uh, it's going to be a blast. So I, it's going to be a, a great time. What a Kim? Oh, yeah. I cannot wait. It's going to be exciting. Yeah. And then, Derek, come on. You love oh, these yeah. kind of movies. You and I love these kind of movies. So. Oh, absolutely. Yeah. But I tell you what, this is, uh, it's just a fun time. Come on out. And also, I want to thank the superstar, and she's back, (laughs) Kim Schultz. Thank you, thank you, Kim. Oh, you're welcome. Glad to be back. And I'm glad, uh, also, Derek, the toy maker, Neil. Thank you, Derek. Thank you. And I'm Keith the Critic, and this is... The aisle seat. <laughs>